This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Go to https colon forward slash forward slash profitability dash movement dot mn dot co to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. Today is the federal holiday in celebration for Independence Day since July 4th falls on a Sunday. Today is a celebration of our nation's birth in the United States, but and not only personal freedom, but business freedom. I'll give you my definition of business freedom and the three things that if you have them, you will have business freedom. So let's get started. First, my definition of business freedom. You have a smooth running, profitable, positive cash flow business that gives you the freedom to do what you want to do outside of your business. Imagine having the option to do what you want, when you want. Your business can give you this type of freedom. So what does it take? Three things, customer focus, employee focus, and financial focus. And doing things outside of your business may not be what you think. One of the people who attended Building Profit and Wealth, my class uh, that I had this past spring, started his business to be able to go to his daughter's volleyball games whenever she had one. She was nationally ranked and she um, played in high school and played in college. He missed one game the entire time. His business allowed him the freedom to do and go see her games. Other people look at business freedom to have a very, very good running company so that they can give back, so that they can go on vacations, so that they can uh, work on nonprofits and charities and things along those lines, teach. Um, There's so many things that you can do and want to do or may want to do, whether they're family-oriented, travel-oriented, Um, teaching-oriented, hobby-oriented, that happen when you have a business that is smooth-running, i.e. great culture, great management team, great people, profitable, positive cash flow. So those three things give you the opportunity to use your business as a tool to do the things that you want to do outside the business. All right, so let's take each one of them. Let's take the customer piece of it first. So Pareto principle, 80% of your revenue comes from 20% of your customers. Make sure you have enough maintenance agreement clients. And my definition of enough maintenance agreement clients is having a thousand maintenance agreements for every million dollars in service and replacement sales. I'm not considering considering new construction here, just service and replacement. When you hit about 3,000 maintenance agreements, and, and some of you will hit it sooner if most of your systems have, uh, most of your maintenance agreements have two systems in them. Um, for those, I'm talking about one system maintenance agreement. So you can, if you've got two average, drop that into 1,500, all right? So, Around 3,000, let's say, systems, you're going to start seeing decreasing seasonality and increasing cash flow year-round. 
And these are the things that give you comfort to be able to sleep well at night. So your customers, your clients, your maintenance agreements come absolutely first. It doesn't matter whether it's a plumbing maintenance agreement, a generator maintenance agreement, as a HVAC maintenance agreement. I mean, you can have a maintenance agreement for everything that you do in business. And you can have a level of customer who is uh, somebody who's loyal to you and you are loyal to them. I mean, we have electrical maintenance agreements where somebody just pays you know, $25 a year or $50 a year. I don't remember what the number is exactly. And if they have a service call during the year, then they're in a situation where um, they get a discount on their service calls, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And if it's HVAC and electrical, then when they're doing the HVAC inspection, they will go around the house and do the electrical at the same time. So plumbing is different. You know, if you've got tankless water heaters, if you've got water heater flushes that you need to be doing, um, those are things that can be included in a maintenance agreement. So there's lots of things that you can do to tie customers to you. Customers, maintenance agreement clients come first. Make sure that they are taking care of um, the absolute best. <clears throat> All right, so the other thing that you wanna do for those of you who are commercial, more so than those of you who are residential, is to make a list of your most profitable customers who provide the most revenue to, for your company. Profitable revenue, all right? And so that means job costing, and we'll get into the profitability side in a little bit. And now I will bet it's maintenance agreement clients too, because the maintenance agreement clients, you're there all the time. They trust you. They're likely to listen to you. They're likely to repair what you say that needs to be repaired. You know, reward your customers who are maintenance agreement clients. Every February, um, we do a postcard and I know it's not February, it's you know the end of June and July, it's July 5th. Um, we do a postcard that says, I love my customers. And it only goes to maintenance agreement clients and it is a coupon a postcard. It's really cute. Um, and it's pink, of course. <laughs> and it goes to the clients and gives them a $25 off anything. And I mean anything. Usually it's $25 off a service repair. You can't use it for maintenance agreements. For maintenance agreement clients, you can use the $25 off of anything that your company sells. And it only goes to them. It doesn't go to the regular customers. So um, many of them renew their maintenance agreements at that point, but so be it. Remember, they're providing you with loyalty and you provide them with loyalty and trust and everything along those lines. Um, you can do the $25 gift cards. You can do the thank you letters. Um, you can do anniversary cards with a coupon in them, you know, when they replace their system or an anniversary of their um, maintenance agreement, you know, on renewals and things along those lines. Um, that's number one. You know, the other part, you know, the flip side of that is know which customers are costing your company money. And you should fire them. I know that sounds crazy, but you should buy your customers who are costing you money. You can't afford to pay your customers to do their work. Doesn't work. It, it, you know, it is the fastest way I know of to grow yourself out of business. And if you think that you can lose you know, $5 or $10 for every maintenance agreement client, you're wrong. You have to price your maintenance agreement at least at break even. All right. So number one is to look at your customers and make sure that all of them are Cash flow, not cash flow positive and profitable for you. All right. When we get back from the break, 
We're going to talk about employees and we're going to talk about your business scorecard. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. We'll be right back. You can't. That's what my daughter Kate told me when I said I wanted to make financials fun. The gauntlet was laid down. The red blanket was waved in front of the bowl. Ronin the Rubber Duck was born. This ebook is a whimsical look at financials from a duck's perspective. To get this fun, easy to read Kindle book, go to Amazon and search for Ronin the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. That's R O N A N, the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. Let me know if I made financials fun for you. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Before the break, we talked about the beginnings of freedom from a business perspective so that you can do the things you want outside of your business. And your business is a tool to help you do the things that you want to do. All right. So we talked about customers before the break. Now we're going to talk about employees and then we'll talk about the financial side. All right. So how are your employees performing? Every employee should know how they impact your company's bottom line. Every employee from a field employee to an office employee, you know, I call them team members in all reality, should know what's expected of them. They should have key performance indicators. They should have minimum acceptable standards and be communicated with to see how they're doing with respect to their minimums. And most of them like to be bonus these days on exceeding their minimums or exceeding a certain level. Um, you know, you need to teach them how they impact your bottom line, you know, what they do, the importance of customers who, you know, customers who write their paychecks. Um, you don't have to share everybody's salary. You can do it from an overhead cost per hour. It, you just, they just need to know how they impact the bottom line and their, their hourly wage or their salary and how much revenue that has to be generated just to pay them. By the way, that's Ruth's rule number two. If you want to break even, you take their salary plus their benefits and divide by your gross margin. And at break even, that's how much revenue they have to bring in. I'm talking about overhead people. Um, we'll talk about the, the service technician side next week in terms of, all right, tech comes to you, wants a raise, what do you do? And a lot of times they deserve the raises, especially now. All right. so. All employees should know how they impact the bottom line. They also next need job descriptions. Their reviews, which you should have, should be based on their performance of their duties. Everybody signs off on their job descriptions. I have a whole manual on job descriptions. Uh, it's also in the operations manual. So if you want more information on that, I've got my contact information at the end. Um, or you can go to hvacchannel.tv. And yes, all of the job descriptions are there, whether it's plumbing, electrical, HVAC. All right. So job descriptions are there. They should know what's expected. They should know what their KPIs are. And then you have to track employee productivity. So for every dollar you generate, how much you're spending on payroll and payroll taxes. Again, it's really important to know this number. So if your compensation percent percentage, your employee productivity percentage is 40%. That means for every dollar you take in the door, 40 cents is spent on employee wages, bonuses, um, i.e. commission type bonuses, uh, federal, FICA, Medicare, federal unemployment, 
state unemployment. That's it. Doesn't include any other benefits. So, and the reason I say sometimes bonuses, sometimes not. Sometimes bonuses are called commissions. But if you do a bonus at the end of year based on profitability of the company, that's not included in this number because it's something that you don't have to give them. It's given to them out of the goodness of your heart. Um, you want to share because they had an impact on the bottom line being as good as it was. So if your ratio is 40%, that means 40 cents of every dollar is going to pay payroll and payroll taxes. If it's 30%, that means that 30 cents out of every dollar is going to pay payroll and payroll taxes. You want this number as low as you possibly can get it to be. Now, you don't, you know, the likelihood of it being 10% is probably pretty slim, simply because we have to be giving labor whenever we install a system or whether we service a system. There is a body that goes with that. We're not like a shoe store or something like that where we can just sell shoes um, or an online company, that type of thing. We have labor. And so keeping your productivity ratio somewhere between 20 and 40% uh, is probably good, all right? It's likely not to get much lower than 20% unless you don't do a whole lot of service work. All right, so that's the employee side. Next, look at the financial side, which is your business scorecard. And I've talked about financials over and over and over again, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on that. First of all, if you don't understand your financial statements, get help. I've got tons of things on the website, work, you know, books and workbooks and classes and stuff like that. I know it's summer. I know it's really busy. Start this fall. Okay. But if you don't like my stuff, go and take a uh, bookkeeping class at your local community college. Get in pain for a couple of weeks, you know, 10 weeks or so. You'll get it. It's not that hard. All of you have read, not all of you, but I would imagine most of you have learn to read reading di wiring diagrams. So, you know, the first time you looked at a, a wiring diagram, you looked at it and went, oh my gosh, what is this? But you worked at it because you know you needed it to be able to do what you did. All right, financials in my book are easier than reading a wiring diagram. Work at it for a little bit, you'll get it. And one day you look at it and go, why did I ever think this was hard? So number one, understand your financial statements and what they are telling you, all right? You need to know your break-even point every single month, and you need to get those financial statements by the 10th or at most the 15th of every month. You know, think about it. If you get January's financial statements in July, they don't do you any good. I had uh, a client, which we parted ways because of this, um, who every time I begged for financial statements, they didn't get it. They didn't send them. They didn't send them. They didn't send them. They didn't send them. In January, their current ratio was just a little bit over one. And current ratio is current assets divided by current liabilities. It is a measure of can you pay your bills or not? Anything under one, you got a real problem paying your bills. Well, it went from like a little over one to, to 0.98 to 0.96. And by the time I got January's and all the financial statements in May, you couldn't do anything about it. It was too late. You know, had we got them in February and saw it, we could have done some marketing things and those types of things to build up the profits and build up the revenue so that the current ratio stayed over one. All right. Getting January's financial statements in May does you absolutely no good because minor issues by that point will have turned into a major crisis. 
So invest like 15 minutes once you get them. Look at them. Do they make sense? Do they not make sense? You'll be able to spot those minor issues before they do become major crises. And then again, you can make good business decisions based on the numbers that they're telling you. All right. So you got to have cash flow. You got to save 1% of every dollar that comes in the door. In order to have positive cash flow, you need pricing that's accurate. And your financial statements will, will give you a good sense of whether you are pricing properly or not, assuming that they are accurate. All right, so here we go. Here are your three things for business freedom. Number one, make sure that you know who, which customers, i.e. mainly your maintenance agreement clients, um, who are the most profitable for you. Take care of them first. Number two is your employees and your team members. What kind of a culture are you building? Are your managers managing well so that you don't have to micromanage or be involved in every single little thing that goes on in your business? And number three is your business scorecard, i.e. your financial statements every single month. If you have those three areas running smoothly, then you'll be in a situation where the likelihood is you will have business freedom you'll have a tool to do what you want outside of the business. So thank you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email Ruth King at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great Business Freedom Day. Have a great and profitable day.